Hi, I'm JP. And I'm Adam. I've never seen Lost. I have. I'm told that it's good. I liked it. I'm told that it made sense. Sort of. But we're watching it out of order. So it definitely won't make sense. But it might still be good. Since we won't expect it to make sense, we'll still be able to appreciate each episode on its own merits as a one-hour story. Sometimes two or three. As opposed to just a fraction of an ongoing, sprawling, and increasingly complex tangle of relationships, personal stories, mysteries, mythologies, experiments, social dynamics, unnatural disasters, unanswered questions, and hot tropical hookups. Are you okay? I'm not sure. Because you lost me a little bit there at the end. Well, good, because I've been lost since the beginning. We're, We're lost, lost on Lost. Welcome everybody to Lost on Lost. I'm Adam Busher, and I'm joined as always by a man who knows the true perils of trying to spruce up a room with a new coat of paint, J.P. Russell. Listen, uh, homeownership sucks, man. <laughs> That's why most people don't do it. It's not the like dreadful unaffordability of it for the average American. It's um, it's the painting and the and the cleaning of the gutters and and all. Listen, that. <laughs> boomers are like, oh, these millennials don't know how to do anything. My brother in Christ, that's your fault. Y'all didn't teach us nothing. Yeah, no, not a single, not one of my parents, not one of my uncles, not some, somebody was like, don't spend eighty thousand dollars on avocado toast, otherwise you won't be able to afford a house. <laughs> and I was like, well, shit, if I would have thought about that, yeah, I would have, I would have spent that eighty k on avocado toast. <laughs> Today we're talking about flashes before your eyes, the eighth episode of season three. And the 57th episode of Lost overall. Our eccentric character is everyone's favorite really tan guy who spent like nine years in an underground bunker, <laughs> Desmond David Hume. <laughs> Flashes Before Your Eyes takes place on the 75th day after the crash of Oceanic Flight 815. JP. Yeah. Got a recap? I do. Please share with the class. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like we've been here before. I, I, I know this. Yeah, I, I know this. This, I remember this. No, this this happened already. Now, this is a statement that both Desmond and I can say about getting blackout drunk on a beach with near strangers. <laughs> on the island, Claire is drowning, but who cares? We have more important shit to talk about in the before times. We see Desmond's tragic past, future past, future past. Time is a flat circle. We've always been in this moment. That means the universe has always had you listen to our podcast. Hey, Adam, I think our analytics just doubled or halved. I don't know. <laughs> Let's get into flashes before your eyes. Adam, we have a guest. Excellent. I was just thinking what could, you know, bring a little sort of je ne sais quoi to, and then I was like, a guest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, fans of Lost on Lost, please welcome back to the show from episode three, fan of pre-made linear actuators, Adam Haas. Hey, thanks for having me, everybody. You're like this level of... Uh, storyline that you guys are creating I feel like it's taken another level since I was last year from the introduction to your recap like it's really top notch stuff you guys got put together here 50 well, episodes in you guys are doing great the, the conversation won't be any better <laughs> yeah the, yeah the, con the actual content of the show will be tragically similar <laughs> oh shit did we already peak did we peak uh, Haas you were with us for a man behind the curtain back in the uh, back in the very early days of Lost on Lost um <laughs> I think literally two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? 25 months? Almost. Yeah, I think day. 25 months in between this episode and your previous episode uh, appearance. So Yeah, now I'm lost about where are, where are we? Refresh us on your uh, breadth slash depth of knowledge of the show. You've seen it, correct? Yes. So I watched it starting, I don't know, somewhere when it was airing around season two, went back, watched the whole thing for the live uh, and then about two years ago when you were creating this podcast, I was like, I like that show. I'm going to go back. I got some time. I'm going to watch it. So now it's been over two years since I last watched the whole series. All so right. going back for this episode, I was like, I've forgotten everything. Excellent. I feel lost again. I'm back to the square one. <laughs> Haas, how did you feel on your rewatch two years ago? By the time you got to the end of season six, were you still enjoying it? Did it feel like a chore? Like what What was your sort of mindset? I definitely still enjoyed it. It was uh, enjoyable to go back and get reminded how all of these characters came about to the stories that they had. Sure. I enjoyed it greatly, being able to see everything brought back, everything that I had forgotten. I was like, ah, yes. But from the highs yeah. and the lows and, you know, good story points to bad story points. I enjoyed it greatly. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. What have you, uh, what have you been watching otherwise in the meantime? <laughs> I think he, we, I, I didn't go back and re-listen, but I, I think we talked about For All Mankind. Still watching that. Nice. With uh, Penelope. Yeah. Sonya Waller. that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, She's great. Mm -hmm. Still mm -hmm. currently watching the the Last of Us. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Enjoying that. 
You watch Super Bowl? That's tomorrow, right? Yes, it is tomorrow. Oh, don't guys say the big game? Why? Because you'll get sued. Oh, what? Really? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like if you watch all commercials, they don't say it's Super Bowl. The they say like, the big games tomorrow. Man, Roger Goodell, you can suck my fucking balls. <laughs> The big Let's game. Let's do Super Bowl a whole bunch. Maybe that'll get us some. That'll get <laughs> We're going to get demonetized get for the NFL. second episode in a row. <laughs> yeah. If we get sued by the NFL, maybe we'll get more listeners. <laughs> be like, I've never heard of this. Why is the NFL going after them? I never, I never noticed that, that the no, commercials yeah. don't say the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Well. Unless they're an official sponsor of, and then you have right. access to. If you're paying right. $7 million for a 30-second commercial, you're allowed. Hey Adam, uh, what's the what's the budget situation? I know we just got another coffee. We did get um, another coffee just uh, just recently, so uh, thank you again to uh, to Jimmy V. Uh, appreciate that. Um, yeah, we're gonna take yeah. that uh, coffee and put it toward becoming the official TV rewatch podcast of Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Seven nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes that joke in the in the what they do in the shadows. I don't know if you rewatch that. But the vampires get invited to their neighbors for a, a Super Bowl party. But they think the vampires think it's about the superb owl. Yes. <laughs> so that just makes that joke that much funnier because they were sitting there talking about an episode about the Super Bowl. And they did, could, didn't say the Super Bowl in it. They just kept saying superb owl. <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. That's uh, just so good. All right. So you're, are you watching the big game tomorrow then? Probably will. I'll tune to see a couple things here and there. Do some other stuff in and out of the house. I'm mm. not invested in it, but look, sure, let's do it. I got big money running on the game. Um, on the big game, we, we have yeah, <laughs> we have bets going at work, but they have to be non-related bets. Um, so I've got seven dollars that Henry Kissinger dies before the Super Bowl. So Ooh. it might be wishful, wishful thinking, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> like, what are I the odds on that actually? Because that actually, you know, that's a long, bit, long shot, but. Uh, You've got like 28 hours to go. Kissinger's fucking immortal, so that's seven dollars. Let's go, just... let's go, universe! Come on, <laughs> uh, you guys want to talk about Lost? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Flash before your eyes originally aired on February 14th, 2007. Almost, fi- we are recording it almost 15 years to the like, very close, like about a week uh, from its original air date. And much like a lot of things on this podcast, good enough is. Or close enough is good enough. There we go. <laughs> That's a joke on multiple levels. <laughs> it was written by Damon Lindelof and Drew Goddard and directed by Jack Bender. Uh, Nash Bridges joke, a Martian joke, a Game of Thrones joke. Done. <laughs> Perfect. For those of you playing bingo, check those three squares off. Yes, thank you. We're starting on the beach uh, and we see Desmond and I, I type the words... What a breath of fresh air. And before I could even finish typing that sentence, we already cut away to Charlie and Hurley and Sawyer Stash. These are my favorite types of opening shots where it's like seconds of just something and then elsewhere. Like we have we have to start on something pretty. So we got the beach, we got like sunset or whatever it was, maybe sunrise, I don't know. But immediately cut away and Charlie and Hurley are just rat fucking Sawyer stash just going through everything. I I had to rewind it a couple of times because I was because, yeah, I was doing the same thing. I went to go write something and then I looked up and it, the, the shot was over. I was like, oh, shit. So I think, think Desmond's head turns and he must oh. see Hurley and Charlie. <laughs> How uninteresting. Right. But yeah, Sawyer's tent. Stealing all of his food and all of his playpen magazines. They um, they have the conversation that we've had on the show here a lot. People need food. People need medicine. You know, we should be reappropriating Sawyer's stash for the common good, especially since he's been missing for 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> it's been a while for them. I don't remember how long, but it's been days, weeks. Hey, comrade, um, this is our copy of Jugs. <laughs> <laughs> That was one of the funniest phrases I've heard in an episode of Lost. Shocking amounts of pornography. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie's like so into it. And like, Ooh, oh, <laughs> look, okay. oh, yeah. Considering the fact that they're on a deserted island, the fact that they have any pornography is already yeah. a blessing. It's like I buy one having been in Sawyer's carry on. <laughs> There were so many magazines there. They're not necessarily <laughs> Sawyers. No. They were definitely somebody from that plane. But then- Who from that plane had a suitcase full or of magazines? say 50% of the plane were men, and each one of them brought <laughs> one skin bag. <laughs> 
I could see Mars having pornography. Mm. Mars definitely had a copy. Yeah, yeah. Arts probably has some weird foot magazines. Ana <laughs> Lucia probably had a couple just because. Yeah. In my um, in my head, she's bisexual. Ana Lucia is bisexual, so it works for me. Um, Desmond is like, hey, stop messing with that. Come with me. <laughs> yes. So they're like, all right, we weren't doing anything else today. <laughs> they come with him. So, Sawyer's not going to be back for a minute, so yeah. we can we can table this conversation. Yeah. Uh, so they, yeah, they go out into the desert where the jungle. Uh, Sweet Baby Boy Johnny Locke and Saeed are kind of just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> just big chilling nearby. They must have been, Saeed and Locke must have been gone for a little bit too because Charlie and Hurley are like, oh, hey, good to see you guys again. Um, what's up? Did you find uh, Echo? So Echo is missing. Um, He's more than the, missing. The, the thing I was a little confused about. So did, and this does not matter. And I understand we need for the plot of this episode, we need all those guys to be having this conversation in the jungle away from the beach, right? Because mm-hmm. how did Desmond hear? But did Desmond run across Locke and Saeed and they're like, hey, we need to talk to Hurley and Charlie about this, but we need to do it in the jungle. So you go get them and then bring them back here rather than us just go to the beach, which is where we're going anyways. Like it was very strange. I know they're like, people are going to see how you react. You two chuckle fucks. So like, <laughs> you know, I, I just don't understand why this conversation is happening in the jungle. It doesn't really matter, but it just felt strange. It's a good point. It did not need to be. Yeah. The interesting thing about this is here on Lost and Lost, well, I don't know if interesting, I always say that to, to sort of juice help what I'm about to say. Um, we, we saw Echo die fucking episode, like a long time ago. Yeah, already, a long time ago. Lost yeah. Lost. But the, so the, the more interesting part about that is we've seen most of seasons one through three at this point. Um, yeah. However, flash before your eyes, the episode we're talking about right now is a hammock in between two episodes we have not seen. We have not yet watched, not in Portland, and we have not yet watched Stranger Strangeland. So this is one episode where we have we do not have the context of before and after, like immediately mm-hmm. before and immediately after. Right. But we can talk a, a little bit about why that is uninteresting uh, at the end of the show. <laughs> this this episode <laughs> got its own stuff going on and it really doesn't matter. Um uh, but yeah, so yeah, Charlie and Hurley are in lieu of Jack and Sawyer and Kate being missing. Lock and Sawyer are like, "Hey, you guys are sort of like you're the our every men or every person whatever. People are going to look to how you react to us spilling the beans about Echo being dead. They're going to take their cues from you. If you all freak out, they're going to freak out. Everybody's going to freak out. It'll be a freak out. So don't freak out. Be cool. Echo died. Everybody be cool. The island killed him. No big deal. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? The <laughs> island killed him? Yeah, I said the island killed him. I said no big deal. We've seen that right. before, yeah. everybody. Don't be freaked out yeah. anymore. The island kills this people all the time. This is season three. Yeah. yeah, come on. Island kills people. This is a ki- island that kills people. Count your blessings, you're still alive. Yeah, we we just call that like a number three on the, <laughs> on the island. You know, like a code three, yeah, it happens three. so fucking often. Speaking of not freaking out, uh, Desmond's freaking out a little bit. <laughs> but it's sort of an... Oh, un- not to freak out! <laughs> it's sort of an unrelated freak out because like yeah. he's clearly not listening to... <laughs> Said or John. This is a joke only for Adam Haas. Uh, he has the look of, where's my rifle? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, 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 fuck. oh shit. Oh, oh, I am so fucked oh, right now. I am. Oh, no. Something. I need to just run uh, into the woods. Uh, gotta go. And which he does. He goes, he just, he just bolts. Harley's like, hey, you're all right. And out he's out just sprinting yeah and so Locke and Saeed's plan to have everybody not freak out is foiled by them chasing Desmond <laughs> onto the beach but that doesn't matter because we don't see Locke and Saeed again for the rest of the episode well okay they're, they're on the beach Fine. but yeah. then like doesn't we matter. don't see them again ever but yeah like they just so it's like okay we're gonna everything's nice and calm okay Echo's dead let's not freak out um Desmond freaks out then we all freak out and everybody freaks out the two guys we asked not to freak out they freak freak out then we freak out again if they if Locke and Saeed would have just come to the beach went to the kitchen like started filling up their water bottles just been like oh yeah we're back and then they go to Charlie and yeah let's just have a conversation Desmond would have not been involved and so then when he freaked out and, and headed off to go save Claire all that all the freaking out could have been avoided oh uh which uh, leads us into our next scene uh Claire's drowning yes Claire Claire <laughs> is drowning 
And then everybody should legit freak out. Yeah, because that's, you know, that's spooky. Poor Claire. Man, I'm really glad that Boone wasn't here to be involved in Claire drowning. This would have been the third time that Boone would have almost drowned himself trying to rescue somebody drowning. Um, It was the second time. It was, uh, there was Joanna. Yeah, I remember Joanna. Maybe, was that the only time? I don't know. He wasn't around that. He's a certified lifeguard. Anyway, um, (laughs) he's not here, which is good. Desmond can very easily rescue somebody from drowning for a very, very good reason, um, which I don't know if we've covered yet on the show. No, not that I know. We know very little about Desmond. Yeah, it's true. But uh, the, the the way it's shot, there's a shot from like behind him or maybe it was POV mm-hmm. of just like you see Claire and like the waves are massive. Yeah. It feels like yeah. it was like, holy fuck, moving. like it's going to be a, a struggle to get out to this person yeah. against the tide. And then, or against the waves, and then bring them back. But he does it, no problem. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say easily, but like he does it. He gets to her. He, you know, he flips her over, makes sure she's not sucking in more water, drags her back. Charlie does a smart thing here, knowing he's just going to get in the way if he also swims out. So he only just like wades out and helps the two of them get out of the water once Desmond returns her to the beach. Uh, Starts administering CPR, uh, you know, blowing her mouth, trying to get her to spit up the water, Um, and it works. She's fine. Yay. Yeah. Now we don't have to see Claire again for the rest of the episode. (laughs) Good. This is just like, uh, let's make some appearances, check them off, and then send them home back to the hotel. This is all about Desmond. Take the next six days about anybody else. Well, she comes by to say thanks. Yeah, she does. In a second here. But so like Desmond just like carries her back to her tent. Charlie's like, how did he know? How did he know? And and Hurley, some some good Hurley shit here. I know how. He can see the future. (laughs) Guy sees the future, dude. Yeah, and then Kai sitting next to me just goes, he's a future dude. And (laughs) now Desmond, to me, will only be known as known future dude. Known future dude, Desmond Hume. Um, I mean, that works for him. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He's one of the smartest people. Oh, he's so good. I love him. And that's the end of the cold open. We cut back. It's uh, it's continuous. Des is at his tent or just on the beach. He's looking at this picture. We've seen this picture a couple times before. It's Penelope, Penny. Mm -hmm. His, uh, His... uh, I was about to say armoire. That's not it. Amour. Nope. <laughs> Boudoir. Amour. Amore. Whatever. Armor. Amore. She's amore eel. Tiger tank sloped armor. <laughs> His girlfriend. Ex girlfriend. Oh, whatever. And Claire, yeah, Claire comes up. She's like, hey. Uh, thank you for helping me not drown. Uh, it wasn't on my list of things to do today, uh, was drown. Um, she said she goes swimming every day. Like, okay. Like, uh, we just talked about this. I'm personally afraid of the ocean. That's not th- something I would do, especially since somewhere nearby, there's a waterfall and a, like a pond, like there's a swimming yeah. hole. Go right. swim in the swimming hole. Infinitely safer. It's so much safer. So much calmer. There's no, yeah. I mean, okay. There's like maybe a couple dead bodies in it, but like maybe. A polar bear running around too somewhere. I don't think anybody knows about the dead bodies. And I mean, I, this is season three. They know about the dead bodies. Yeah, they probably know about the dead bodies. Yeah. But I mean, there's a good chance that Sawyer killed the one polar bear. Oh, that's true. So, but well, yeah. But just, there's that thought experiment about like, would you go in a hot tub with a dead body? Like, no. Would you go into an Olympic sized swimming pool with a dead body? Eh, probably not. Would you go into something the size of a hundred Olympic sized swimming pools with a dead body? Sure. So there's there's a threshold of how much water to dead body ratio right. a person can because like the ocean has definitely has dead bodies in it <laughs> a lot well yeah especially even canonically beach, in the show right there yeah there's a bunch of dead people from their plane in that <laughs> water yeah uh, they washed away by now the eels and the yeah the mori whales got them shark yeah, yeah. that's a mori that's what we're talking about <laughs> uh, full circle flat circle flat full circle. circle. There full we go. Flat, flat circle. Full flat circle. The, oh yeah. She's just like, she eventually meanders her way conversationally to the thank you. Um, and I was, as they were talking, I was like, how long is it going to take for her to just thank him and fuck off? <laughs> because yeah. they talked for a while. Yeah. Charlie comes up is like, hey, Aaron's hungry. So that gives her a reason to leave. Yep. Thanks for stopping um, by, Claire. Starting to make Charlie a little jealous though. <sighs> yeah. What does Charlie, it Charlie's getting Charlie a little hot. Jealous. Fuck. He cannot yeah. take another man talking to Claire. Desmond, Locke, anybody. Aaron. I'm sure he's jealous of the baby. <laughs> oh, he absolutely is. <laughs> baby gets more attention. <laughs> he wishes he was the baby. <laughs> he gets to suck on them titties. Uh <sighs> anyways, um, Charlie and Hurley are talking and 
they're like I, I forget who says that. I think Charlie says, you know, I don't buy this see the future stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And which again is bonkers, right? If he could see the future, like how the fuck did he end up on this island? You know, like which good question. I mean, and we talked about this on and when it comes to like Jack and his fucking skepticism. So much insane shit has happened on here. Why would a guy being able to see the future? Why would that be out of like right. the more extraordinary idea, which Hurley often has because he is a believer at heart, is oftentimes what is ordinary on the island. Right. Sure. Yeah. Fucking Charlie, um, whatever. <laughs> so, so Charlie's 4D chess plan <laughs> is <laughs> let's get him drunk. That'll let him put you his know, guard down. <laughs> it's a it's sometimes the best plan is just the most simple yeah you know sometimes, yeah just keep it simple stupid he's, a, he's a scott he likes drinking He'll he likes drink. a good cocktail let's get some liquor get him liquored up and ask him personal questions yeah surely fine early's like yeah this is as good a plan as any because uh, <laughs> hurley is always down hurley's down to party yeah always so they grab this bottle of scotch out of sawyer's stash and uh, they head over to uh, Desmond, who's uh, sort of off down the beach, build himself a little fire. Uh, Charlie wants to, like, he comes armed with an apology. Hey, I'm sorry I was acting like a big jealous turd earlier. Yeah, S- sound, even though we know it's got, you know, uh, some some reasoning yeah. behind it. It sounds very earnest. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I believe, I believe that he, who is like, I, I actually should yeah. say something about how I behaved this morning. Then sure. get to the plan. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so they're like, hey, let's get hammered, right? Tesman's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh, I can't. I said, what do you say? I've spent too much time drunk as of late. Yeah. And it's like, what do you mean as of late? Like, even, well, again, we don't know anything about fucking Desmond. Drinking in the hatch? I yeah, don't know. Like... Partying? And then Charlie's like, oh, yeah, all right, you're too okay. good for us. We'll fuck off then. Um, but then <laughs> but then Desmond notices the bottle. He's like, wait, what, what is that? What wait, is hold that? on there. Uh, what, do you, what do you got there? Uh, he's like, and Charlie's like, I don't know. It's called McCutcheon. McCutcheon. You can see the huge 60 on the label. Like, yeah. <laughs> when it's scotch, the only time there's a number on the scotch is when it tells you how old it is. It never right. is like another number. It's never part of the brand right. 60. That's probably old, old scotch. Like, is there actually a 60? Like, that seems too high. Is there actually a 60-year-old scotch or whiskey or whatever out there somewhere? Uh, like I've heard of like 12 or 25 or something, but 60, that's, a, that's too mean, low. That, that would be a lot. I think long that's time. just what the proletariats can buy at Pick and Save. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can get a 60-year-old scotch at a place that the three of us would not be allowed into because of our right. uh, jobs and facial hair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, rightfully so. We shouldn't be a lot of fancy places. Uh, but uh, Charlie, you know, kind of is like packing up his stuff. Desmond sees it is like, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa hold whoa, the phone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You, you said drinks. You didn't say Mc, McClutchin. <laughs> McClutchin. <laughs> Whatever it is. No L. Just, uh, just old McCutcheon. McCutcheon. I'm going to be McClutchin that bottle all night. <laughs> Uh, so they start getting hammered. Yeah. Um, Fucking Desmond's like, he's like, he does the drunk thing. The alcoholic thing is like, whenever you see somebody take the bottle and throw away the cap, um, you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah we're not putting the, we ain't going to need this, this anymore. Pepper. Yeah. He, he's like, we don't need the cups. We don't need the cap. Let's fucking rock. And he drinks probably like four shots. <laughs> like, yeah. He just like, oh, oh, oh. Gotta hydrate, baby. <laughs> yeah. If they wanted to get him drunk, well, they're off to a good start. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So um, they cut to later that night, just drinking, singing some songs. Singing some songs. Man, Americans, we don't have any good drinking songs. We don't have songs. any good drinking songs. All of our drinking songs are just like idiotic pop songs. Like um, Right. Turned down for what? <laughs> we used to do Saturday Night by the Bay City Rollers all the time in college. You remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. It's been a minute. Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, lose control by missy elliott shipping up to boston yeah yeah oh yeah uh hurley hurley has this great line hey the only song's about (laughs) drinking and fighting and girls with one leg wow girls with one One leg leg and a a heart of gold gold. (laughs) i enjoyed the hell out of that yeah i i I started laughing so hard (laughs) It's such a good, like that line right there just legitimized, like they've been drinking for at least an hour and they are having a fantastic time. 
like multiple yeah. hours. It started yeah. at daylight yeah. and yeah. it was well dark by the time we come back. Yeah, but at the rate that Desmond's oh, drinking, yeah. man. No, they should have been on their fifth bottle by then. Yeah. Well, and yeah. that brings me to my next point in the scenes. How are the three of them not blacked out? Like that <laughs> bottle was basically full when they started drinking and well, it is almost empty. It's got like a cup like maybe a shot or two left at, at this point i don't know if hurley's drinking you know so like i think he is because of the three of oh, them he? he acts the drunkest oh he's I laying there and he's just like kind of acting goofy like yeah i forgot about that but you know i don't know hurley's a bigger dude too maybe he's yeah drinking, maybe. drinking his share to get and so i don't know desmond's definitely got a higher tolerance i think even though oh, he's been in like, the yeah. bunker yeah, i think he's been hitting it yeah so and he's a Scott. So yeah, like, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, so. But then uh, Charlie sees this as the moment. How did you know? How, How did, did you, you know, know that Claire was drowning? I just yeah. heard her, man. Like she was screaming. She was making all these drowning noises. You were a mile away, man. I didn't hear. I have better ears than you. You're a bassist from a shitty band. You have tinnitus. Um, I can hear like a motherfucker. I'm leaving. You're being weird. Way to ruin the vibe. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay. So let's let's suppose for a moment that you did hear a woman drowning, which whatever, uh, and the people on the beach couldn't hear her. Uh, how did you know about the lightning? Remember that little show that you put on for Can all of us? Can you hear lightning? <laughs> yeah. 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 It makes this weird crackly sound. You can't hear lightning. You hear thunder. Caught you in a lie. Again. Bam. Yeah. That, that was Charlie. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's a really weird, like, Desmond's like, ah, I gotta get out of here. Like, I, I forget exactly what he says. But then Charlie calls him a coward. Like, I know a coward when I see one. Yeah. That's a bold accusation to make for somebody just not answering a couple of, like, really weird questions, honestly. Like, also the guy who just saved your girlfriend. Like, <laughs> you fucking coward. Both from lightning and drowning. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. So then Desmond tackles them and they start wrestling. Yeah. You don't know what happened to me. And, and this is the part where I was like, Hurley seems because he kind of was like, knock it off. Don't do anything. Yeah. He just kind of right. lays there. He's like, quit fighting. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Um, but uh, Desmond says, you don't want to know what happened to me when I turned the key. Yeah. Did Charlie prompt him to say like, oh, because yeah, Charlie was like, you yeah, were, he says you something. You think about, you're a hero. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you think turning the key makes you a hero or whatever? Don't necessarily know the details about that, but we will sometime in the future. <laughs> Or the past. Or the past. Uh, uh, but yeah, Desmond's like, you don't want to know what happened when I turn the key. He starts choking him. Well, and then we get a flash of insane shit that I was very confused by. <laughs> I just wrote down hatch, countdown, lock, magnets, yep. question mark. How do they work? Hole, love you, Penny, turn key, flash. Yeah. Most of that stuff will probably be covered in the episode where we talk about the season two finale. <laughs> Uh, another 25 months from now <laughs> yep <laughs> um, i'll answer your questions and give you a ton more yep nice. uh, but then all the the flashing and the the clips stop and desmond yeah. is laying flat on his back covered in blood i mean paint you've got red on you <laughs> uh and he doesn't have his beard um, yeah, it's all different. -y. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, he's looking around. He hears off in the, from the other room. Are you okay? How drunk are you? I can't <laughs> believe you're falling off of a ladder and stuff. He's in his apartment and Penny's there and he was painting uh, a room, a pretty, uh, offensive shade of red. It's <laughs> gross. It, like, <laughs> and did you see the label on the gallon of paint? No. Uh, said future. Uh. Mm. Oh. Thought you were about to do our Sherman Williams ad copy, but <laughs> I forgot that they never emailed me. Sherman back. Williams hasn't bought you any cups of coffee yet. <laughs> Sher Sherman Williams, uh, the official sponsor of the Super Bowl. Eat me, Roger Goodell. Um. <laughs> Sherman Williams paint is all made from ground up babies. If they want to refute that, they can check their fucking email. Uh <laughs> Uh, she gives him some like ice she's like you have a concussion everything's gonna be fine yeah. um <laughs> it, he's he's in this weird space where he's like i know this i know mm -hmm. this flat mm -hmm. i know this person i don't really remember how i ended up here though like he knows where he is but you can definitely tell that there's like missing real someplace yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, he's yeah, like exactly. ah, you know i did just hit my head and i was drinking but mm -hmm. oh yeah okay i'm just hanging out with Penny now. I love Penny. She's my my girlfriend. Yeah. She's moving in. We're painting. 
Yeah. yeah. And Penny says he's been drinking. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. does say this is, yeah, this is what happens when you mix alcohol, ladders, painting. Yeah. So yeah, he's, uh, he's drunk or drinking just a little while before he's got this interview. Cause I think this is the same day where she like cleans him up and she's still got paint on him. She starts helping him prepare for a job interview. Yeah. I didn't think about that. He's drinking before his job interview. That is a good point. And it's like, like we look later at the clock. It's one oh eight. It's one oh eight. And so it's not in the morning. No. So that's he was definitely drinking in the morning. Yeah. And painting. He goes to the interview and gives him the whiskey. He's like, "Hey, can I pour you a belt?" No, man. I'm actually trying to trying to chill out a little bit. I'm a little hungover still. Yeah. I, or I only had two fingers. This way? No. This way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the alarm clock says one oh eight. Ah. She comes over, she helps him tie his tie, helps him get ready. Yeah, he's t- she's like, you don't have to do this. Like, yeah, she's doing that very earnest sort of like anybody else's approval of what we're doing is not important to me. The thing is, I approve of you and that's the only thing that should matter. Right. But whatever, he's uh, the, there's that old fashioned thing of wanting to impress the dad. So sure. Sure. He starts hearing the beeping from the hatch. Oh, shit. Ah. That weirded me out. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> Turns out it's the microwave. I love that little. That's very sound good. effect was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, very good. Yeah. Cut to the office. Yeah, then he yeah. goes to the office. Yeah. Office. Like, but how many times do we have to see the scene where the guy can't tie the tie? Like, how right. many times have you seen this in right. TV yeah. this, or movies? Like, yeah. God, come on. It, it's it's only in TV and movies. Only they only make movies and TV shows about men who don't know how to tie ties. <laughs> <laughs> I sh- the funny thing about that tie thing is that also she tries to tie it from behind him and she's shorter than she's he is. She's way shorter. <laughs> so yeah. she's like, oh, I can't do this. This is cute, but like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. So he, yeah. So he's at the office. Um, he's like, ah, you know, I'm Desmond Hume here to see Mr. Woodmore. I have an appointment. Um, a delivery guy's up and he's like, I have 815 cases of fucking paper towels or whatever. Um, <laughs> And he's like, what did you say? I said 815. Oh, my God. Because it was 4, 815. <laughs> ah! He said it was oh. 4. I said it was all four numbers. Oh, that's the, uh, why would you say that number? <laughs> and before that, Penny to Desmond was like, hey, if this doesn't go well, this isn't going to be the end of the world. <gasps> it might be. Desmond was pushing the button to prevent the end of the world. This is true. Yeah. This is true. I got to admit, if, if I were Desmond, I would be weirded out. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. these things keep popping up. I mean, like, but then you're going back to things you've seen before. Mm-hmm. So, like, the signs were there. There's a whole life. Yeah. 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 Cut to uh, Penny's dad's office. Yeah. Alan Dale. Got some postmodern art on the wall that's got a polar bear on it. Jack Bender. Namaste. It's a Jack Bender classic right there. Yeah. I don't know what this guy does for a living, but like, I was sitting there, I was thinking that it was like kind of reminiscent of Jin and Mr. Paik. Like, that's what I was thinking. Absolutely. Um, because mm-hmm. Jin did the same thing, Mr. Pake. He went to try to interview with him to, you know, get the approval from whatever. Um, so. Slightly different outcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, like he goes through his resume, his, and his resume is kind of like, you know, whatever. He's like, oh, you didn't go to university. You don't have any military experience. He's like, he's uh, a theater nerd. Yeah. Set decoration. Hell yeah. Cool. He says something about uh, he didn't finish school because he had to watch after his brothers yeah. after his, was it his dad Father passed away? Or something. Mom? Yeah. Yeah, again, we have another orphan on the show, and we have another jackass dad. <laughs> Nobody has parents of an intact no. family group in this show. Yeah, and uh, Widmore kind of cuts him off before uh, before he can like really get too deep into that story. He's just like, I don't want to... We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. You um, are not worthy. Yeah. He, well, he's, he's like, I'll give you a job in the administrative department. You can be a fucking secretary. I don't give a shit. Whatever. It's fine. Sure. But then Desmond's like, uh, actually, I'm not here for a job. Psych. I just would like to get your approval to marry your daughter. And then, yeah, this is where we get into the whole lack of worthiness for Desmond. Widmore goes over to his liquor cabinet, pulls out this bottle of 60-year-old McCutcheon scotch, a couple of glasses. That was the most, like, dickish part to me. Like, man, you pulled out two glasses. Yeah. And right. you're already into the story. Yeah. What an Dude. asshole. But it was it, – it because – I've watched enough TV. I'm like, well, this isn't going to go the way we want to. But like, they do a good job of making you feel like, oh man, they're going to be best buds. Yeah. yeah. You know, they want you to think you're going to be mm-hmm. best buds so bad. And mm-hmm. he pulls up the second glass and he just pours the one and he drinks it himself. And he's like, get out of my face, you <laughs> poor broke ass joker. <laughs> I give you no job. I give you no daughter for a marriage. No daughter. No, no Scott. No, no daughter. No job. 
get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> so yeah, so he he bails. Um, Desmond heads out. He's out on the street now, uh, pissed off. Uh, no, I mean nobody like nobody wants to hear that. You're not worthy. You're not worthy of my daughter. You're not worthy of my time. You're not worthy of my... That's, I mean, that's that's disheartening. Speaking of things no one wants to hear. Anyways, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hears the dulcet tones of Charlie Hieronymus Pace. Just uh, just head down the block, singing along to yep. some old Wonderwall. This must be before he's famous, because, like, why would he be busking? Um, right, and he's... I could imagine that when he was like doinked down on smack and needing the money, but when he's like, Oh, I know you from somewhere. He would have, if it were post famous, he'd have been like, Oh yeah. I used to be a drive shaft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So he's just, you know, just out there busking. He's wrapping it up. People are paying him out, whatever. Um, and Charlie, then Desmond goes like crazy. Yeah. yeah Cause yeah. he's like, Whoa, well, I know you from somewhere. Right, he, like, whatever, whatever. he flashes again to the hatch. And then Charlie has this line. He's like, this is what happens when people do drugs. <laughs> yeah, this is why With, we don't Charlie's do Charlie's the heroin like, addict. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, eventually, I not yet. Name's Charlie. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's like, no, your name's Charlie. He's like, yeah, my name's on the fucking sign, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why we don't do drugs. Yeah, fucking pot, kettle. Come on. Mm-hmm. The irony or foreshadowing or whatever, whatever literary device. This is where we, the audience, if we weren't already aware he's conscious this isn't just a flashback his actual consciousness is in what is they never established in the episode but it's 1996 so this is where like yeah it like becomes acutely aware it's like he's this isn't your standard lost flashback desmond is gone back it like literally gone back in time right so we cut to commercial and then when we come back the uh he uh desmond is heading to like a university some sort of place um uh, he, to meet his, uh, he, he wants to talk to his uh, best mate Donovan. Donovan's a you know physicist. Everybody's got a best mate who's also a physicist. Yeah, right, right. A, a best mate who we only see once ever in the show. Um, <laughs> and knows exactly where to find him. Yeah, but yeah, he's like, hey man, some weird shit's happening to me. I need to ask you just some, just some like standard is time travel possible questions. Let's go have a beer and talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I might be unstuck from time. Like, you know how I get sometimes. <laughs> like, I, I literally uh, may have gone back in time oh, like eight years. Is that possible? Because I feel like it is, but this is just based on my lived experience. You know, I know it's anecdotal, but is time travel possible? <laughs> <laughs> you owe me money in the future. Do you want to settle the bill now? <laughs> uh don was like no bro that's not like no it's not possible like i'm like trust me i'm a physicist uh and and uh, desmond's like wait wait wait, no hold on i he hears a song playing on the jukebox Mm -hmm. he's like i know this Mm -hmm. i know this night this song comes on our foot football team comes (laughs) back from a, a big loss and they win and then fucking some guy's gonna come into the bar and hit a guy with a cricket bat which is the wildest shit yeah jimmy lennon he's jimmy lennon he's gonna assault the bartender because he, our bartender owes him money and he's gonna hit he's just gonna straight up hit that fool in the head with a cricket bat yeah <laughs> totally makes sense why donovan doesn't believe him because yeah. like this sounds absurd yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Did you see some of the ads around the football game? I saw I saw one for the Hansel Foundation. Yeah, there was uh, one for Oceanic. Uh, I saw it too. No, 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 oh no, I, no, I missed all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say there were a, there were a bunch of them, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so Desmond, uh, the the guy on the the football game, he misses the goal. Then Jimmy Lennon doesn't come in. A couple of girls come in, and so he's like, "Okay, the details of this aren't right. I must be misremembering this wrong." Uh, uh, or whatever. Maybe um, I'm not from the future. Maybe I'm not from the future. Maybe, maybe I'm a regular just fucking dude. crazy. Maybe I just like <laughs> I hit my head. I have a, I got a concussion while drunk, and my whole equilibrium's off. It's fine. Acid flashbacks. Yeah. You know, my I maybe I just don't know how much a microdose is. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, all right, well, forget it. I'm just gonna go home. He comes home, and she's like, you smell like the bar. You must not have gotten the job. And he's like, nah, I, you, you, me and your dad don't see eye to eye. Keep plays it all cool whatever like that right um, she's like it doesn't matter he's uh, uh, because i love you and he's like well why do you love me and she goes on this thing about he's a good man like no all the stuff the kind of the stuff you'd expect to hear it's a l- very lovely and completely immemorable scene. <laughs> 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 yeah so uh she says something about well let's let's celebrate well let's not celebrate you know why would we celebrate me not getting a job uh, she says, you know, uh, something to the effect of like, let's celebrate because I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. why should we celebrate? Because you're a good man. Mm-hmm. And that's for me, that's 
that's enough. That's all I need. Right. Which is reinforced by the fact that like he could absolutely toss her dad under the bus right now and say what a colossal piece of shit he was. And he still chose not to. Yeah. 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 You know? and, and I, I think, well, maybe not. Never mind. Hmm. We don't know enough about Penny's relationship with Charles at this point to assume. Right. Because again, I was thinking of the parallel between son and her father. Like, duh, like son isn't. She knows that her dad's kind of a dickhead. Like, right. How much does Penny know about Charles being a dickhead? Like, how sure. old? Are we? we I don't think we know. Uh, I don't think we really start to touch on the Penny Charles relationship until later. But this does start to touch on the, or it shows both of them in when Desmond is at least not concussed their relationship together, and then sets up for the future how much Penny. Sticks around for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Wants yeah. him, you know, to come back to her in yeah. whatever year that might right. be. Right, despite what happens a little bit later in mm-hmm. the episode, yeah. And now we get into <laughs> the wildest shit. <laughs> Desmond's like, I'm going to take Donovan's advice. Donovan said, if you love her, put a ring on it. Go and ring shopping. This episode was already good. We just skipped from first gear to like <laughs> sixth gear. Because it starts innocently enough. Yeah. 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 Just let me show you some rings. Hey, I'm a little, you know, these are all pretty. Oh, you've never done this before, have you? Uh, no. Good old Fiona Flanagan Fiona. of uh, <laughs> yeah. t- uh, Tears of the Sun and Four Brothers yeah. and a bunch of other shit, yeah. the others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, She there was a picture of her on the desk of the monk that was Desmond's boss uh yes i do believe you are correct it's not the first time we've seen uh i don't think they say what her name is in the episode do they say no i don't think so okay who is the monk though i don't remember who Uh, this brother martin or brother charles we watched um the one where desmond and penny meet yeah uh, uh uh slayton was the guest Catch twenty two. There we go. Yeah, in in an earlier Desmond episode, we watched Catch twenty two when he. We, that's when we see him. The flashes back to his time at the monastery, um, and then you know getting thrown out oh, of the monastery, that's and that's right. where he first meets Penny. So that prior I forgot to that, how many jobs Desmond has had. Like that resume <laughs> that he shows Woodmore, it's got to be. Then maybe that happened after. Well, whatever. But well, because this is after the monk thing, right? Yeah, they're together. Um, but yeah, so yeah. it's like, can you explain this gap in your resume? Um, fucking, I have too much shit to write on there, dude. They wanted me to make it one page. So I just put the highlights, you know, I didn't feel like the <laughs> hey, three months set dresser at the Royal Shakespeare yeah, theater I made worked, the cut yeah, yeah. monk didn't yeah. me getting thrown out of the monastery for drinking, for stealing wine. Uh, yeah, I, didn't I think, that think was he might've gotten the job or a higher, better job. Cause Woodmore had the namaste mm-hmm. with the painting showed monk on there. Yeah. He might've had a better job. Could have got the yes. Yeah. Maybe a little bit <laughs> the of the wrong spiritual. thing on the resume. <laughs> yes. Hey, <laughs> also, if anybody ever asked you to explain a gap in your resume, tell the fuck <laughs> off. You signed an NDA. You can't talk about it. <laughs> Kiss my ass. That's right. Um, the gig economy, baby. <laughs> uh, and I want that gig to be about? as a monk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, but you're right. We have seen her before in a, in a still in Catch-22. So, if, uh, this is not the first time that she's appeared in yeah. Desmond's history. I'm, yeah. sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be the last time, though. Yeah, totally. They're not both unstuck from time together. <laughs> um, I, don't have, yeah, she, I don't have the money for a nice ring. Can you show me a cheap ring? Here's a cheap ring. Awesome. I'll take it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Wrong answer. You don't buy this ring or you don't take it. What are you talking about? You you don't buy this ring. You break her heart. That's why you enter the sailing race years later. And that's how you end up on the island. And that's how you end up in a hatch for three years. And if you don't do these things, everyone will die. We're all going to die. Desmond's still standing up at the end of this conversation. It's pretty good because yeah. I might have fainted if yeah. someone said that shit to me. <laughs> like, lady, you crazy. Yeah, you, what are you talking you about? You are unhinged. But like, wait a minute. That sounds kind of yeah. familiar, maybe. Yeah. But also not the weirdest thing that anybody's ever said to me, I guess. Yeah. So I mean, I just think I was time traveling a minute ago. So I guess so, this is rational. Yeah, yeah, take you know, take a grain of salt, whatever. Um, Should have gone to Jared's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The jeweler obviously seems to know something about the future slash past. Yeah. Uh, We don't fucking know how, but she knows all about Desmond. Yeah. And uh, she's very adamant that he fulfill his role in the timeline. Can't be out here making changes. Um, He's got to do it. So uh, we cut the commercial. We're continuous with them. She's like, do you like chestnuts or something? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like chestnuts? (laughs) 
Uh, and so they're out getting some chestnuts. Um, These nuts. I got them. Look at those red shoes. Why is that yeah. dude dressed like that? Is there something about the future? No, I just thought it was an interesting fashion choice. <laughs> just totally not mentioning that for any reason at all. Unrelated to no. the story. It's fine. Fucking remake this show today. She could just run up to the guy and give him a, what are those? What are those? <laughs> those are my red stakers, ain't it? <laughs> all of our British accents have to be cockney. They, and they just get worse over time, too. They do. All of our Australian accents are also cockney. <laughs> She's like, so you, she tries to like calmly explain some shit to him about the yeah. future and how things are fated to happen, how the timeline is set, you know, all this stuff. And then the building behind them just fucking collapses. Yeah. <laughs> Killing that guy with the red the, shoes. The, like the scaffolding, right? Yeah. It was like the scaffolding. Yeah, like, like, yeah like they must have like a load, a of, load like, of bricks. Yeah, a pallet of bricks up on yeah. it. Yeah. Where's OSHA when you need them? That's right. Not safe yeah. work area. There's mm-hmm. a hard hat area. The guy in the red shoe should have been wearing a hard hat and not that dorky trilby that he was wearing. Yeah. Uh, steel toe boots. If he was wearing steel toe boots, he would have been fine. Because they fine. wouldn't have been red and he would have lived. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Wasn't the only part of his body not covered with bricks his feet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but his feet are technically fine. <laughs> Well, then the ocean inspector will come over and be like, oh, no, we're not going to write you. We're not going to write you guys up. He was wearing his PPE. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> that little fedora thing, that was a hard hat. That is fine. Uh, so she explains to him, okay, so yeah, I knew that guy was going to get lit up, but there would be no point to me trying to save his life because if I, if I warn him about the scaffold, he'll get hit by a taxi. If I warn him about the taxi, he's going to slip and fall in the shower, break his neck. The universe will course correct. It has a way of course correcting. Yeah. So if these things are supposed to happen, regardless of our activity, they will. Very interesting. We have set some major ground rules for how this universe works and how our time traveling <laughs> works and sort of all of that. And I, it's it's specific yet vague, mm-hmm. and I just like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. good. It's good shit. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll start using the rules that have been established here uh, sometime before season five. Oh. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. We'll see. Just leave little breadcrumbs in the storyline. Yeah. Maybe you come back to them. Maybe you yeah, don't. Yeah. Um, or maybe just suddenly wrap it up in like three seconds yeah. of like one person's yeah. throwaway dialogue and then never mention it again. Probably be fine. I mean, I'm sure we, be fine. we're right. kind of recording this podcast the way Desmond experiences the world. So like. <laughs> uh, speaking of Desmond's experience, he's like, I don't give a shit about any of that. I'm going to ask Perry to marry me. Like, I don't, this doesn't, yeah. I don't believe you or whatever. So yeah. He keeps the ring and he leaves. Uh, he meets up with Penny off on the um, banks of the River Thames, uh, overlooking Westminster Bridge. Um, well, he's he's walking in the rain for a minute, and he like sees a poster of like the Royal Marines or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the Royal Scots. Yep. Yeah, and there's there's like a really interesting music cue that happens mm-hmm. over that, that little mm. like sad walk in the rain, which mm. I, I don't know if we've heard it before. I really liked it. It was kind of pretty, but. Mm. Uh, yeah, he like looks really weird at this military poster, and then we don't acknowledge that ever again. I wonder if any of these things will come back again. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking hostage. <laughs> I'm butcher. I've watched the show before. <laughs> the the uh, the the cue I believe is called "Distraught Desmond," um, and this is the first full yeah. statement of Desmond's theme. So yeah, uh, yeah, because Desmond's a really fucking cool character. All right, Desmond he needs his own yeah. theme. He is really fucking cool. It's fucking great. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, he meets up with Penny. She's like, am I late? And he's like, oh no, let's go for a walk. And they go for a cute little walk. There's a dude selling photographs on the side of the sidewalk there. Um, and he's just like, hey, take your pictures up for the grandkids. Come on over. And they're like, yeah, all right, fuck it, fine, cool. They go over to this dude and he's like, hey, what about you? He's just got like backdrops and shit. So it's like, check out this, you know, the Alps and the desert and whatever. And, uh, yeah. Even though they're right by the river. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, just take a picture of fucking. Just turn around. The river's not the marina. But the big. It's a, it's, it, but it's like a British river. So it's like, eh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, not maybe, maybe they're like, let's not do the touristy shit. Like we live here. There's yeah. no, like, let's not take a picture in front of the Westminster Bridge and Big Ben. Sure. Um, let's make it really confusing for people who are going to see this picture later about where it was taken. And let's really throw them off. Yeah. So then make people right. wonder about this for episodes and episodes. Like, where did they take this? What island were they at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. I love this little scene. It was great. 
He pulls on, yeah. Good. He's like, t- the marina photo, he pulls on the marina backdrop, takes a picture, set, uh, five bucks or five quid, five five fucking Monopoly dollars. They're not real. They, Money's not real. <laughs> time's not real. Thank you. So he's looking at the picture and it's the picture. It's the picture that he's always been looking at of right. her yeah. and him together and they look sweet. And he's like, um, we got to break up. Yeah, he like really breaks down quickly. Yeah, I I'm not worthy. Like I don't even have five bucks for a photo. Like you know I don't have any prospects. I got no job and all that shit. And she's like, "You can just be my sugar baby. It's all good, bro. Like you, I don't understand. I don't think you understand how hot you are. <laughs> I don't care that you don't have a job. <laughs> I dig your long hair. <laughs> yeah, we can share shampoo." Yeah. But yeah. but she she's like don't pull this shit. If you're if you're going to bail, don't give me these idiotic excuses. Right. Yeah, you don't get to rewrite history. Yeah. You know, uh don't make this about what I do or don't deserve. Right. Make it because you're a coward. Yeah. Because that's and, what it is. Mm, you are afraid of. Right. She doesn't know what he's afraid of, but she can tell that he's if that's really the only reason that he's afraid. He's not being honest with her. Not that he probably necessarily could, at least in his mind, but um yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, but it's just not going to work. And she leaves in tears. Yeah. And then he wangs the ring out into the river. Another great. He eats the fucking thing into the. <laughs> just just some more great th- physical acting from uh, Henry Ian Kiesick uh, throwing, throwing things. Throwing light things. <laughs> There's also, oh man, I don't know. It sounded like a video game noise when it hit the water because the <laughs> camera was like under the water and it was like, it sounded like a Mario coin sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah there's a lot of some cgi doing some heavy lifting here not only with the green screen of them being across the river from big ben but then the cgi ring floating through the water it's not great cgi but for the considering when it was made it wasn't that bad no i mean it wasn't like egregious but it was like okay this is a vfx here yeah Um, it's clearly vfx but it's it's better than some shots it's better than the fucking Saeed in Iraq. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's miles better than that. Like, yeah, like this, them trying to be in London is no more egregious than every time they try to make them in Sydney. Like, yeah, right. That, that would have been good if they, all the backgrounds, like one would have been the Lost Island, one would have been the Sydney. Fucking yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you want to be in front of the Opera House? Oh, you want to be on this tropical island with a plane crashing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to be in a drive shaft concert? <laughs> What the Rose Bowl? <laughs> the Super <Yeah>. Bowl? <laughs> um, Desmond's like, well, fuck it. Uh, let's go not be able to afford to get drunk. Let's go have a beer and then have to go home because yeah. I'm out of money. Because the bar, he's, uh, he has a little conversation with the bartender. He's like, I think I just made the biggest mistake of my life. And the worst part about it is I think, I, I think this is the second time I've done it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. I'm not any better at it. <laughs> but then the song comes on. And yeah, and so then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I just had the night wrong. Because then he turns to the football match on the TV and the, and the tight, the, they, they score the goal. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, hell yeah, everything's all right. And then Jimmy Lennon comes Jimmy Lennon the door with the cricket bat. Hey, where's my money? Where's my money? You got my money? Huh? <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> Desmond uh, uh, does the nice thing, try to warn the bartender, yep. and he pays for it. Because uh, the, up the to universe him. has a way of course correcting. Mm. <laughs> so, oh, yes. the, oh. so if the bartender oh. doesn't get clipped. Which, which is probably good for Desmond, because as we established in the previous scene, he didn't have enough money for a photograph. How is he going to pay his bar tab? He's going right. here to get uh, the cheapest whiskeys. Yeah, 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 he wasn't right. going to pay for yeah. that anyways. Yeah. Well, I, think he ended I up in hospital like, or whatever. I want there to be an alternate universe, though, where Desmond's just like so happy that he realizes he's not going insane. He just lets the bartender get <laughs> hammered in the head with a cricket bat, just like I'm not insane, yay! Yeah. And he's like on like the local news later that night. I, oh man, he's like, why are you so happy? Oh, I'm having a good night, honestly. Other than the bartender being pounded, like things are looking up for old Desmond. Here. <laughs> yeah, best part of my night. Uh, but yeah, taking the cricket back to the face sends him forward in time back to 2004 on yeah. the island. He wakes up in the jungle after the uh, after he had hatch. turned the key. Yeah, implosion. And yeah, he uh, he makes his way over to the hatch crater. Shit's fucked. I, man, this, when he's, he finds the picture of Penny mm-hmm. and he says, you know, let me go back just one more time. I'll do it right this time. I'm sorry. I'll change it. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I was getting a little teared up. Like yeah, his mean, performance yeah, is so fucking rock solid. You believe he yeah. is 
hurting. Yeah. Capital H yeah. hurting. Yeah. Esmond, man, he's the man. He's so good. Yeah. And then from there, we cut back to the present. Um, Desmond continues to strangle Charlie. Love it. Love to see it again. <laughs> Love that for Charlie. Just a little getting a little strangling. Um, and Hurley finally like comes over and breaks up the fight. Ah, cut the shit. Knock it off. I'm hammered. You guys are ruining the vibe. <laughs> and Charlie's like, let's get him back. Let's get him home. He's drunk. Like we're all speaking and walking incredibly clearly for people who are drunk. It's fine. It's TV. Yeah. He helps him back to his tent and, uh, and they apologize. Yeah, he's like, Hey, I'm sorry I strangled you. That's eh, all good. I'm sorry I was being a dick. Um, <laughs> you were a dick. I was kind of a dick. Like a lot of people were being dicks. Like, yeah, a lot of things have, a lot of things got said. So it's fine. It's fine. And then Charlie's like, You, you gotta tell me. You, you gotta tell yeah. me. And it, to me, it sounded like, it's like at some point, like not like right this second. It's like, You're gonna tell me what's going on here. Okay, my plan didn't work, but yeah. sometime you gotta tell me how, why, why this is happening. And this, and now, so Charlie's plan technically did work because Desmond is still drunk. And so he's like, I'll tell you. Um, sure. I try yeah. to save Claire. I, the flash I saw was you drowning trying to yeah. save Claire. The flash I saw was you getting struck by lightning when the lightning struck Claire's tent. The reason I'm always trying to save Claire is because you're always fucking by her, bro. Like, find your <laughs> own hobbies. Like, have your own life. Create your own personality. Even Sun and Jin do separate shit throughout yeah. the day, my Fishing, guy. gardening, they have their own hobbies. You're just her fucking shadow. Yeah, you and Claire have one hobby, and it's the baby. You both need to get out of the house a little more. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, uh, he says, I'm trying to save you, but the universe course corrects. Yeah. I can't stop it forever. No matter what I try to do, you're going to die, Charlie. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Dude, what a good fucking episode of TV. Did we like it? Was it good? Here at the end of Flash Before Your Eyes, uh, Haas. I vote yes. Yeah. It establishes sort of like ground rules for later on, I think, yep. for the series. Or sort of establishes what's going on and why Desmond is who he is because he's pretty central to the middle part of Lost mm, and mm, factors in quite a bit. Yep. So yes, I think it's very good. I enjoyed it. Cool, cool. JV? Yeah, I loved it. It builds on the lore. It, it answers some questions. It asks a few more questions. Desmond's performance is good. The story, like every scene, sans him looking at the, the Marine uh, poster like everything is paid off in this episode it does the time traveling stuff well I loved it it was great loved it yeah. Adam yeah for kind of the same reasons um, establishing the rules that we're going to need a little bit later on you know maybe another season or two down the road but yes we they didn't just pull that shit out of nowhere once we get to yeah. it tr uh, contrary to what people might want to argue about seasons four five six we did talk about how shit was going to work and it was here in kind of the doldrums of season three. Yes, but we did establish some rules and yeah, good character stuff. Just like seeing the relationship of Penny and Desmond, um, how much they uh. care for each other. We didn't see the, like the, you know, the foundation or the nascent stages of it, but here on lost and lost, we did see the meat cute. So we, yeah. we know they have chemistry and then we, I believe it. Yeah. I totally believe it. We, I, you see the care for both of them in the way they talk to each other, in the way they look at each other, and and in their in their breaking up, you can see that you know Desmond didn't want to break up with her. He just believed Eloise more than he believed his own desire to stay in the moment or whatever. Yeah. Um, El victim to the fate. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I dug it too. I, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, Henry and Cusick, Sony Walger, Fianola, Flanagan, all of them killing it. Yep. Good stuff. One tiny piece that we didn't cover. But now that we've mm -hmm. said who is going to die mm -hmm. in that flashback, when he was Charlie was singing Wonderwall, mm -hmm. the line he was singing, because maybe you're going to be the one who saves me. <gasps> nice. Adam I caught that on the Haas. second viewing. I was like, ah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> like that. Like that a lot. So good. Love it. Speaking of good, speaking of so good, somebody here in these 45 minutes was really ruling the roost. Somebody is top guy top person yeah mm -hmm. main survivor main flashback yeah. character the lost mvp flash before your eyes who is your lost mvp haas kick it off god i don't know i've been thinking about this for the last like two or three minutes because i knew it was coming <laughs> and i uh i want to say desmond okay it's probably desmond for me sure i like choosing like a weird character like you know for me the yeah. mvp was the guy in the red shoes because <laughs> without him <laughs> this desmond would have made his choices sure yeah. but uh, i think it's got to be desmond um because sure. without him 
this, like I said before, and why it's good, it's, it establishes everything, mm-hmm. sets mm-hmm. up him and Penny mm-hmm. and their motivations and desire to be together, uh, regardless of what uh, her father says or what fate says mm-hmm. and the universe course correcting and ending up on this island. I think it's Desmond. Yeah, I think that's a perfectly legit pick. There's no reason to not go for him, honestly. Uh, JP? Um, I was also going to unironically say Desmond, mm-hmm. but then Haas said Desmond and Penny. And man, I fucking love Penny. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to her. Like, there you go. I like that. She, she knows what she wants. She's very good at uh, communicating that in their relationship. Um, when Desmond does fucking turn into a crazy person, you know, she's like, Hey, it's not my responsibility to fix you. It's my responsibility to fucking walk away because I'm the most important person to me. You know, she, she's aware of, of her own needs and I buy their chemistry big time and Mm -hmm. I really like it. So I'm going to say Penny just so we're not all just saying Desmond right now. Um, but I adore Desmond. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, let's give it to Penny. All right. Yeah, I dig it. I like it a lot. Uh, Adam. I mean, yeah. Desmond, Penny are both very, very good picks, but uh, I got to give it to the third banana in the episode, Eloise. Oh, nice. Her being there and then her being the person with the knowledge, the behind the curtain, whatever, like you can't, you don't buy the ring. You don't, this isn't how it goes and you can't change it. Don't like, I see you trying to. And so like, I got to great character here and give you the sauce i gotta tell you this isn't how it goes and so now mm-hmm. she, so she slipped the knowledge to him she's like I, you're no longer gonna be just a passenger on the trip through time you're gonna be a participant in yeah the way things Ooh, are that's a really good now. That. yeah 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 so i like that you know, it, it, she hand she hands him he may not be necessarily aware of it yet but she hands him a, a certain level of responsibility for the fate of the timeline of lost yeah and she's awesome. Like I just, I love that actress. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, she's just—it's uh, awesome to see her in the show. I'm—I I was really glad when they added her. And yeah, she does in the second half of Lost on Lost. She will be a, a bigger, uh, a continued bigger part. Oh, of the really? Show. Yeah, we will. We will see oh. Eloise Hawking a little bit more as as time goes by. That's why they couldn't afford Angela Lansbury. She's not a one-off, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Well, there's a flip side to this. Yeah. Yeah. We have so much love for this episode, but there's got to be a Lost Forever. There has to be. Somebody sucked. Somebody wasn't pulling their weight. A Haas. Uh, we didn't pull their weight. I almost want to say the same person, but I don't know. Uh, I can't stretch that. <laughs> the same person from last time you were on here? No, I don't even remember who that was. Uh, Locke and Roger Linus. <laughs> <laughs> for me, the person who didn't pull their weight was Jack, Kate, and Sawyer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. (laughs) which is great because we need a Jack Sawyer and Kate less episode. Yeah, we there's so much. I mean, they're they have their time and I've loved their characters at times. Mm -hmm. Jack Mm -hmm. annoys the shit out of me sometimes. But Kate and Sawyer, lovely. But it's amazing to have a Jack Sawyer and Caitlin's episode. Yep. Yep. And because then, then it opens up more time for great character like Desmond yep. and a little bit of Charlie Absolutely. we got. And uh, as you said, Eloise yeah. and all of that stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, JP, who's your loss forever? Jimmy Lennon, man. You're going to shake down a place <laughs> in the middle of the game with patrons? You're gonna get your ass kicked, dude. Like I don't know, you're you're bad at this extortion thing. There's no way he's gonna get away with this by getting like. There's no way you're gonna walk in, hit the guy with the bat, and get your money. Like it's not gonna work out the way you ex- hope or expect it to. <laughs> right, especially because like Desmond knows this guy by name. Like <laughs> yeah, if yeah. the if the bartender gets his ass kicked, we'll be like, who did it? It was fucking Jimmy. Like, like Jimmy we all kn- here, here's his address. I'm going to his house for dinner tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he lives up the road. He lives upstairs from the bar. <laughs> uh, Adam, lost forever. Uh, Juan Charles Widmore. Um, I hate that dude oh, so oh, much. What a piece of shit. It just, you know, like I said, he gives me a little bit of the vibes of Mr. Paik, but Widmore is not even like a gangster or anything. He's just like a dick for like dick's sake. And I hate that guy. And I never want to see him again. <laughs> He's a big money grubbing capitalist. That's right. That's yeah, exactly. Well, and it's like Mr. Paik at least respected the fact that like, yeah, Jin Jin's a dirt farmer, but mm-hmm. like I, I can see that he loves my daughter. 
and he's trying. So I'll at least give him a chance. And Desmond's doing the same thing. He's like, listen, I'm, you know, right. I'm trying here and he's just a complete asshole. Yeah. For no, and yeah, exactly. For no good reason. Yeah. And unless he has a good reason, we find out about it later, but I don't think he has a good, I think he's just a dickhead. Yeah. So fuck yeah. him. Fuck him. Alan Dale rules though. Because <laughs> <laughs> Alan Dale does a really good job of playing shit healed Charles Woodmore. <laughs> he, yes, sure. is great at it. Love when to see Charles Woodmore. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it usually means more answers to what the fuck is going on. Right. Exactly. So, so that's it. That's Flash it. Before your eyes. Boss. McCutcheon Scott. Yeah. Pour me one. It's one o'clock here. Let's go. Yeah. It's good. We're late. Let's go. We're baby. late. Good time as any. Um, Haas. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Thanks for stopping by, chatting about Lost with us. Is there, uh, is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, working on uh, anything, a show you no. should, people should check out? Uh, yeah. Juice uh, the ratings. You guys bit. should watch this uh, or listen to this uh, uh, podcast I've uh, recently was on uh, called Lost on Lost. <laughs> uh, recommend it. The two gentlemen oh, I, uh, host were very accommodating for me, and uh, I think all the listeners should uh, tune in and listen to that. Sure. When's the last time you listened to Lost on Lost? Uh, the last time I was on. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 25 months ago. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, shit. This thing's doing numbers over here. Officer, we oh. found him. <laughs> <laughs> God. Adam, what are we watching next time? Excellent question. If you out there are trying to be lost with us next time, we will be watching season two, episodes 23 and 24. It's another double header, live together, die alone. And it's a double header in more than one way because our centric character will again be Desmond Hume. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yes. Season two finale. Yeah. Desmond Hume, centric character. Yes. Two guests, two hours, two. Fast, too furious. I'm excited for you for that one. Two, two guests enter, one guest leave, <laughs> and then the other guest leaves after the other one leaves first. Enters. <laughs> they just can't leave at the same. They just time. can't leave at the same time because they have to exit out of my front door, which is only <laughs> wide enough for one oh, person. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, well, thank you all for tuning in to yet again another episode of Lost on Lost. Uh, yeah, I'm Adam. I'm JP. Have any idea what's going on on the show? Nope. Me neither. Lost on Lost is produced and edited by me and JP. We wish to acknowledge that we live, work, and produce our show on occupied land. Burbank, California is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Tongva, Chumash, Keech, and Fernandeño Tataviam peoples. Milwaukee, Wisconsin is located on the traditional tribal lands of the Peoria, Potawatomi, Miyama, and Ho-Chunk peoples. And Lost was produced in Hawaii on the lands of the Kanaka Maoli. Visit native-land.ca to learn more about the land you live and work on. You can engage with us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter at Lost on Lost One. You can also email us at wearelostonlost at gmail.com or support us with dollar monies at coffee.com slash wearelostonlost. Thanks to Lostpedia and its community of contributors, Danny Schmitz, Random.org, and as always, you the listeners for tuning in. We're hosted at Podbean. You can hear us there or wherever you get your podcasts, except MySpace. We're, we're not on MySpace. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my